Abraham Lincoln famously said, uh, if you give me six hours to chop down a tree, I'm going to spend the first four sharpening my axe. Do you know what we call that? We call that wisdom. Right? Over the past few weeks, at least since uh, the murder of Ahmad Arbery, I've been asked countless times, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? What can I do to help? What needs to be done? Give me something that's tangible and measurable so I know that I'm headed in the right direction. And what we find now, we're at this space where everyone, or at least yeah, more so than in the past, is recognizing there's an issue and imagines there's some destination that we can get to if we just hurry things along. And if everybody just does their part and does the right thing and is willing then that's what we need, but life doesn't work that way. There's a lot of talk that's going on right now about justice, and people are so moved to action and to do things quickly. So what I want to do this week is I want to take time um, and take a step back and maybe talk about something that's more important than willingness. And I think what's more important than willingness is wisdom. Do you know why? Because there's a lot of people that are willing to help, but willingness is not enough. Here's why. Without wisdom, your willingness is a dangerous, dangerous thing. How many times have you personally heard or said the phrase, but I was only trying to help? That phrase is only said after willingness has a head-on collision with foolishness and ends up messing things up really, really bad, right? Look, without wisdom, we'll wreck our lives and the lives of everybody else around us, even if we're genuinely good and moral people with a legitimate desire to help, right? There's a way to help somebody that's addicted to drugs that will help them that will get them the help that they need to foster them out of that addiction. But there's also a way to, quote unquote, help an addict that isn't helpful at all. It's actually enabling and destructive. What wisdom does is it helps you and I to distinguish advice. It helps you and I to know the difference, right? With Without wisdom, you're going to be unable to distinguish advice because we live in a world where everybody has advice. Everybody has a podcast, a platform, a book, a tweet, something that you should do if you're really about this work. And without wisdom, here's the two things that'll take place. One, uh, without wisdom, uh, taking advice is often like drinking spoiled milk, right? You'll treasure advice or taking advice that you should have thrown away. And it's not good for you. And yeah, it's definitely not good for the people that find themselves around you. Or without wisdom, it's not just that you'll take in things that you should throw away. Without wisdom, what you'll end up doing is throwing away things that you should have treasured and kept. Without wisdom, advice that comes your way you'll throw it away and it's like donating a priceless painting to Goodwill because you didn't realize it was a Picasso. What wisdom does is it gives you and I the ability to determine 
which is which, and it frees us in our decision-making without wisdom, you find yourself anxious over decisions that you have to make and fear that you'll make the right one, or you fear that you'll make the wrong one. I don't want to say that wrong thing, so I'm not going to say anything at all. I'm going to be silent, not knowing silence doesn't communicate care. Silence often communicates indifference. Without wisdom, you won't just be anxious over decisions that you have to make, but without wisdom, you'll be anxious over decisions you've already made and now regret, so every decision becomes a crisis. Do you ever feel like that? Do you feel like that right now that I need to do something, but I just don't know what to do? If that's you and you feel that right now, then all that you're saying is I need wisdom. And do you know who says that they need wisdom? Wise people, right? Wisdom at the end of the day, it's not a destination. It's a journey. Proverbs 1.4 says this, wisdom is for teaching shrewdness to the inexperienced, knowledge and discretion to a young man. Wisdom is for people that don't know any better, that don't have experience. But then verse 5 comes in and says this, let a wise person listen and increase in understanding. So even somebody that's wise continues to need wisdom because the only wise people are those that say, I continue to need wisdom wisdom. So wisdom isn't so much about a destination. Wisdom is about a posture. And so two things for you today, as we start down this long journey towards not just being willing, but being wise and willing, which is the only way that we can help. And that's this. It's a long journey, a very, very long one. So spend time sharpening your axe today. And one of the ways that you can do this is by taking in a lot of information. I can't tell you how many people I talk to that have learned how to renovate their house on their own, have learned how uh, to step into a new career on their own, who's learned how to uh, plant grass on their own via Google and YouTube. But when it comes to addressing issues of injustice, they want somebody else to sharpen their axe for them. And that is nobody else's job. Google and YouTube are great places to start just to get content. What do I need? What do I not know? And wisdom is going to be the thing that helps us to distinguish between the advice. So when it's a long, long journey, spend time sharpening your axe today instead of trying to look for a tree to cut down. And two, hear this, pray for wisdom. James 1.5 tells us that God has promised it, but it's a conditional promise, meaning this, God will come through, but there is a part that you must play. There are unconditional promises in the Bible. God has promised that he will rid the world of evil one day and wipe every tear from our eyes, and that has absolutely nothing to do with you, and you will not hasten its arrival. It's unconditional. There are these conditional promises that God says, no, 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 listen, I've promised it. I initiated the conversation. I'm going to be the one that does good to you, not based on your goodness, but mine. So when we pray and ask God for wisdom, 
hear this, we don't have to twist his arm. We're asking God to do what he already wants to do. And he was the one that told us to ask so we can be assured that he'll provide us the wisdom that we need today. Know your willingness is not enough, but know that as you ask God for wisdom, he'll provide much more than you need. Our God is good like that. That's what he does. He always gives us more than we need, and he has it ready before we ask so that when we ask, we don't have to wait for him to preheat the oven. It's already made. It's already warmed up, and it's there, tucked away for everybody that asks. So today, sharpen your axe. Get content in. Learn and pray that God would give you the wisdom to discern what's right and the people around you to help you make sense of what your next steps would be. But I think our first step needs to be just planting our feet in the ground and preparing. So let's show that we trust God's wisdom by not being so quick to rush and to chop down trees today, but to pray for the wisdom that we need. I love you.